What's up, guys? Welcome in. This is the Extra Points Podcast with the College Football Experience. We are the College Football Experience. I am Gus. That is Will. We're bringing you another episode, man, of the Extra Point. We are here to talk just some kind of some off-season talk, kind of looking back at the 2023 season, the biggest surprises, the biggest disappointments. And we're with all the coaching churn, with all the coaching turnover in college football, we're going to give you our top five coaches in college football heading into 2024. So we're going to be taking a look back at 2023 while also taking a look forward into 2024. Well, man, how you been doing? Uh, I've been doing all right, man. Uh, just been watching some NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, enjoying those today. It's always fun to get to watch some really good competitive games because we mm-hmm. haven't had much much of that here lately so chiefs are going to their fourth straight super bowl that's why four out of four out of five five four out of five uh so they played the the 49ers uh oh yeah 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 yeah. that's right four out of five is crazy though still four out of five is wild they're hitting their own little they're hitting their own little dynasty here for sure but Screw the NFL. We're here to talk about college football. But before we do, y'all just give us a subscription on the YouTube. Will got lots of views on the last podcast on the YouTube channel, man. You did good, brother. That I, I was a great yeah. episode, dude. That, that Florida just kind of popped. Yeah, I don't know. It popped some views. Hell, like I learned a lot about the Florida Gators, baby. Um. Yeah. So, so, so. So y'all just give us a subscription to the YouTube channel. Check out our campus videos. Those are the whole reason that we're doing this. And I will harp on that every single podcast. Go check out our Alabama video, our LSU video, and our Auburn video. They are fantastic. Now, what what do we think were the biggest surprises of the 2023 season? There were so many storylines coming into the season. Could Georgia three-peat? Could Alabama get back on top? Could Michigan make it back? Could Ohio State overcome that Michigan hurdle? What was the landscape going to look like out west? Could USC make a run? And I don't think any of those things happened besides Michigan kind of getting back to the playoffs and kind of staking their claim as the top dog of college football at the moment. But I have four of my biggest surprises from 2023. Will, start us off with one of your biggest surprises for the year 2023? Um, I think it's you can go undefeated in your conference and not make the playoff. Uh, FSU. Florida State. Yeah, Florida State going uh, 13-0, and you know, winning all their games and mm-hmm. just their quarterback getting hurt. And it literally just derailed the season. And yeah, they, they were not able to make the playoffs. Uh, I thought that was – if you would have told me that in August, I would have said there's no way that they're going to leave out. Thirteen and zero, Florida State. Gets yeah, there's out, no. Yeah. yeah, there's no way. Um, that was really surprising to me. A little shocking. Um, I, I just, I just can't believe it uh, that they would put in two one-loss teams over an undefeated team. But they mm-hmm. literally went by their rubric. So I mean, we had an episode about this, but. That was probably – it's probably not my biggest surprise, but it's definitely one of them. Uh, so so that, that that was on my list, too, just in a different form, just them going undefeated. 
was a massive surprise for me just just because we did think they would either lose to LSU or Clemson, and those teams weren't what everyone <clears> – oh, my gosh. Those teams weren't what everyone thought they were going to be coming in. Yeah. Um, you know, LSU – you could put LSU on our next category as disappointing <laughs> defensively-wise, but, uh, you know, Clemson – we thought Clemson was going to be a little better than they were. Yeah, we dude, thought I've, they'd get – Freaking pick Clemson to win the ACC, idiot. I did too. But <laughs> we thought they'd lose one of those, but we yeah. knew if they beat both of them, they yeah, could go into serious. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so then they were going to be some serious. So Man. it'll be interesting to see how Florida State does uh, next year without their yep. best player. So yeah. But I think one of your Florida State surprises? going in. Um, my biggest surprise. Besides just Florida State going undefeated, I was a big harper of Ole Miss wasn't going to be crap in 2023. And boy, did they shut me up. They went 11-2. and And in our SEC win totals preview show, I said my best pick was the Ole Miss under. I think it was seven and a half. And I said, if... If I was a gambler, this is one of my preseason picks that I would have is them going under seven and a half. And they they took their hand and they right across my face. And mm. they, they went 11 and two. That was one of my biggest personal surprises of 2023. They just, they just finished in their one possession Game. games. They yeah. won. They beat LSU. They beat um, Arkansas. They beat Auburn. Yeah, they they won a lot of games at the end. Uh, Texas A&M they was usually, a one-possession game at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these yeah. games they lose and they end up going like 8-4 or something like that. Yeah. They, they, they were able off. to go on the road to Tulane early. And though the score, the final score is a double-digit win, going into the last minute, that was a one-possession game. Yeah. I mean, just them, them, them kind of like you said, just them finding ways to win, man. I just didn't think they were going to find those wins, and they did. So that was one of my biggest surprises. Hit me with another one of yours. Um, honestly, this one hit us a few weeks ago. Was Nick Saban retired? Um, that was I, a big we knew surprise. It was coming. We knew it was coming. We just didn't know when, like what year it was going to be. And it, it just kind of yeah. all hit us out of nowhere. Um, I know yes. we did an episode on it here recently. Uh, but, you know, seeing the best ever step down and, uh, it's wild. you know, it, it was wild to me because I thought he was kind of one of those going to do it into his 80s type deal. And he'll croak over and die the next day or something like that. Uh, I yeah. thought he was one of those guys, but. Hey, there's videos of him boogie boarding out in the ocean. Uh, so <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, he, he's enjoying himself. I hope he keeps enjoying himself. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he's going to be the last of them uh, if we keep keep the way we're going in the college football mm-hmm. world. No, I think that was a really big surprise. And I'm so glad that he went out when he was still at the top of his game. I mean, like, though he didn't go out on top, he went out at the top of his game. I mean, 
I mean, he was one play away from playing in the national championship game this year. That's as Dude. about as good as it can get. I mean, Dude, they overachieved, totally overachieved. This was his best job ever. He might not feel like it, uh, but like to me, from afar, it, this was like his best coaching job coaching I've job. seen him do because there was yeah. no way they should have made it to the playoffs this year. No, um, they should have lost two games, man, easily. Uh, they should not have beat Georgia. Could have lost. They Auburn. played again, dude. Georgia. Yeah, Smoked. they should have lost to well, Auburn. Yeah, they they could have lost to maybe Arkansas at the end. Uh, they had a bunch of games that were uh, – dude, South Florida. They could have yeah, lost Yeah, they freaking could have lost South Florida. I mean, so props to him, you know, for calling it quits this year. Um, knowing when when he needed to do it, he just felt like he couldn't give it his best anymore. So yeah. that was a big shock to me. It's like, you know, your childhood's kind of – all these oh. guys – are just starting to be gone, you know? Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. I have two more big surprises from the 2023 season, and I will start with this one. The Colorado Buffaloes, the start to their season was a big surprise for me. I mean, them starting 3-0, going on the road week one, and, I mean, I personally won't ever forget watching that game. Them going on the road, playing TCU, that was a – Noon game on Fox, just craziness. They win 45-42. Then they go home. They beat Nebraska the next week, and it's like Colorado this, Colorado that, blowing up. That's all anyone could talk about was Colorado. And then they play <laughs> yeah. Colorado State the following week in week three, and that was an awesome game. It went to overtime. They – that they had to go to overtime to beat Colorado State, and then they get smacked by Oregon. So I think just that that start to the season for them, it'll for sure go down in college football history as just being like the Colorado craze. And I mean, it kind of reminds me of do do you remember? I think it was was it twenty ten, Lynn Sanity. <laughs> yeah, somewhere around there. Bro, that's kind of what it reminded me of, is freaking Lynn Sanity. But it was like the Colorado craze. And so that that was a giant surprise for me because I didn't think they were get, I didn't think they were gonna get four wins. And then I would say my last surprise was Jaden Daniels Heisman run. I mean, I thought he was going to be good. That's why I took him in our quarterback draft, but I Definitely didn't think he was going to just excel as much as he did throwing the ball down the field. Because in the 2022 season, he was terrible. He was terrible. Um, there's a sports podcaster that I love. He says that Jaden Daniels turned touchdowns into first downs because that's how bad he was throwing the ball down the field. But this season, of course, I mean, he he was phenomenal. He was just great, and I just didn't see him making that jump. So the way he performed this season was definitely a surprise for me. I mean, we got to see him win the Heisman pretty much. Essentially, I mean, in yes. our In our faces, the Heisman. It was awesome. It was we awesome. Even like, I don't even think we realized in the moment how much – What was going on. That night. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I think we knew like – 
he had some really big runs, and then he had like four ridiculous throws that, yeah, yeah, bombs. And then when we got the stats, we were like, holy crap. Shit. I wonder why it was, we blinked and it was 42 to 28 out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, yep. Because you know, he, he was the whole reason why LSU was even, yeah, he was the whole reason why LSU was even decent this year because, I mean, their defense yeah. was god awful. Uh, yeah. But, uh, props to him. I think my last surprise was uh, I think me and you both kind of thought this was going to go the opposite direction was West Virginia finishing nine and four. Yes. Uh, ending their year with a bowl win over UNC. Uh, super surprising to me how well they played. Um, I'm guessing they must have all listened to our podcast and everybody else is talking about <laughs> their head coach will be fired by Seth Brown. Mm-hmm. So uh, props to them. Props to them for not listening to the media and not, you know, keeping yeah. the keeping the outside noise out and just doing your thing and winning a and winning your ball games. I mean, that they have a chance in the new Big 12 to be super competitive if they're able to capitalize on what happened in 2023. I mean, I mean, that's a super cool brand. It's a hard place to recruit, but I think if you can coach and develop there that you can win there especially since texas and oklahoma are out of that league and it just got easier well even your boys you were just talking about colorado man that i mean they're gonna be yeah. fun to watch down there in that division yeah. the big 12 uh that's yep. i think the big 12 is gonna be a little funner than we think um oh dude than a lot of people think um dude that's gonna be an ugly league to watch but it's going to be so fun to watch just because everyone's just so close in talent. And you you have teams from West Virginia all the way out to Salt Lake City that are going to be playing each other. That's why. Oh, yeah. Utah yeah. is going to be fun to watch in there to see see if their play style can adapt and mm-hmm. go with that, you know, the pretty much the air raid type offenses in, uh, in the Big 12. I'll be curious to see how much longer Kyle Whittingham actually coaches because he's he's like I think I think he's in his like early sixties or like super super late I believe he's in his sixties. I'm telling you, dude. He like I was saying about Nick Saban. It, there's not many of them left. They they won't be coaching long, long if schedule stays like it is. Yeah, yeah. Let's transition we'll from our biggest. Yeah, let's transition from our biggest surprises. Our biggest disappointments. Some of them we kind of teased, but I think some of ours will be similar. So you hit me with with one of yours. So I'm gonna kind of go nationally right here. Uh, I'm gonna go USC being kind of one of my bigger disappointments Bingo. of the season. Uh, just not being able to play defense. I think Caleb Williams got a little worse. I think he's kind of like. If you really watch it, dude, he doesn't like to get hit. Um, no. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see how he does it. But, like, God, dude, they were just terrible to watch, man. It was like they kind of gave up towards the yeah. end there, man. Can Lincoln Riley get him a defense ever? Can he He's ever- completely overhauled his entire defensive staff. The, and, well, and, like, and, like, Ave, and, like, Ave, they're – Supposedly, they're going to completely overhaul the way that they practice. Well, I hope so because they have been awful. I mean, he, 
he piss poor. He wasn't great at defense when he was at Oklahoma. No, he was like, terrible at they, defense when he was yeah. at Yeah. I mean, they, they were just so disappointing. You know, you want you want to see USC in the big games. You want, to, you want them to be on the big uh, primetime games on ESPN just because mm-hmm. the viewership they bring. But, man, they just, they just didn't bring it this year. Um, they were just one of my disappointments of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, they were one of mine as well. And with them transitioning into the Big Ten, dude, they're going to have to get tougher. I mean, they're going to have to get tougher. Like, like them going to Michigan, well, like, say, like, whenever this happens, they'll, they'll, they'll be having to play Michigan. They'll be having to play Ohio State. They'll be having to play Penn State. They'll be having to play Iowa. Oh, they'll still be having to play Oregon, those... who's still a tough, tough-nosed football team, and they're still going to have to play those. If guys. I'm, if I'm a middle-tier Big Ten team over here on the East Coast, and I get USC in like November, I'm going to be so happy, excited. If they have really? to come to me, it's going to be yeah. super cold, cold probably, and they're going to hate it. And they're not physical enough. So, like, no. man, if we can just be very physical, we could probably beat them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I'm, like, a Wisconsin, I w- please give me USC at home in early November. Yeah. 30-mile-an-hour <laughs> gust, and it's 12 degrees outside. Please. Please. I would love that. I would say kind of staying on the defensive train that lsu defense was horrible yeah it was so bad i mean if they had a pulse that team is so good if that defense just has a freaking pulse specifically the secondary which you could kind of see coming into the season that they could be weak in the secondary Man, they wasted Jaden Daniels. They wasted him. They freaking wasted Jaden Daniels. They wasted Malik Neighbors. They wasted Brian Thomas Jr. And just for them to just suck. So I would say that the LSU defense was another one of my biggest disappointments in the year 2023. That's happened a lot, though. Like, you've seen some really good offenses, and their defense just kind of is bleh. And you have to yeah. score forty something points a game just to be able to keep up. Yep. But Do you have Ryan any more Kelly disappointments? Has, uh yeah, I think so. I was gonna just mention one team, but I'm gonna kind of mention a, a bunch of teams. I think everybody in the SEC East, but or but Georgia and Missouri. Like, yeah, we were all so inconsistent and up and down, and we couldn't beat our out-of-conference people, um, you know, people just saying the SEC is just kind of down, kind of bad. And I could see that this year. I mean, we were kind of we, – we were top-heavy this year, especially yeah. on our side on the east. I mean, we were top-heavy with Georgia and Missouri. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of us just didn't live up to our win totals. Um, I think Kentucky was okay, but they just kind of – they're just very up and down the whole year. Yeah. Just can't really play consistent. They can't play well in the big games. Um, you know, I was glad to, glad to see Missouri be better. Um, I think preseason they had some hype around them, and I just didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And they proved me wrong. They won some really big games. Uh, they fought Georgia to 
to the end. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, man, I think just the rest of the SEC East has to really – or we're not the East anymore, but those opponents, these teams have to really step it up and uh, and just kind of get better and kind of maybe try to hit those overs on the win total for the 24 season. Or some yeah. coaches are going to get fired. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you have Florida was up and down. South Carolina was up and down. Tennessee was up and down. Kentucky was up and down. I mean, Vanderbilt's just, just terrible. Shout out Vanderbilt. Shout out Bo. But damn, dude, they, they, suck. <laughs> but they're getting better. I believe in Vandy. I believe in Clark Lee. I believe in the Commodores. Have you, this is completely off this is completely off of the topic have you seen their 24 schedule they're screwing themselves and not like their non their non-conference schedule is just ridiculous but something we can save for yeah that's something we can that's something we could save for a little bit later in the summer um one that you were really a team you were big on coming in to the 23 season that I was down on that I'm still disappointed in the North Carolina Tar Heels wasting Drake May's career, wasting him. This is their back-to-back first-round quarterbacks, and they haven't done jack squat with them. I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a North Carolina fan, I'm pissed. I'm pissed that we've wasted back-to-back first-round picks at the quarterback position and we've gone to what like one ACC championship game with them two possibly if my memory serves me right so the North Carolina Tar Heels and Drake May part of my biggest disappointments list and I have one more quarterback but I think it might be on a team that's a part of your biggest disappointments too yeah I think the whole team's a disappointment to me uh, the Penn State Nittany Lions just mm-hmm. can't win the big game, man. It can't Cannot, break through. Can't beat Ohio State or Michigan. All we needed to do is beat one of them, mm-hmm. and they could have made the playoffs possible. But yeah. they just can't win the big game, man. It's just really disappointing. I don't know when they're going to do it. Maybe when Drew Allers a senior, because the way he's looked, <clears throat> he looked terrible in those two games. Mm-hmm. Um, just looked like. They were just trying to manage him. Wouldn't let him. We just wouldn't let him cut a cut a cut him loose. Yeah, pretty much let him play. Um, I can guess, and that's why they went with the new offensive coordinator. So we'll see how he does with Drew. Um, but yeah, I think they're my biggest. They're probably my last biggest disappointment uh, of the season. Just, just kind of want to see them, uh, you know, win that big game. Uh, can James Franklin win that big game? I don't know. Yep. Um, yep. It's been a while since he's won it. So, he's got the defense yep. and stuff, man. He's got yep. the dudes. He just needs to get that quarterback going. Yep. And Drew Aller was one of my biggest disappointments of the 2023 season. Just there, And it could have been the media hype around him, and it could have been the recruitment hype around him. And he was able to sit for a year. Too, so he was able to develop. So I think everyone, they we could have been hyping him up just a little too much, but that th- there were just times where he looked like this dude 
throws the ball on a frozen rope. He he has a cannon. He just looks so comfortable in the pocket. But then when he plays the big teams, when he plays like the really high level defenses, he he just looks like a lost kitten. Okay. Like I don't like, even. He like, just looks lost. I, I think lost. Penn State got what in the red zone maybe once or twice in the Michigan game, and just possibly finished. I think they got down to the goal line once because that was the first yeah. time somebody's been in the goal line against Michigan. Yeah. Because, uh, but he's got to develop a little more, and I do agree with you. I think we were all on him because highest rated player in Penn State history, history five yeah. five star. You know, we have so much expectations if you have these five stars next year, and you just think you're mm-hmm. going to be elite. Yeah. And sometimes it just takes it takes another year or two. So yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see how he does in 24. The Big the Big Ten's getting tougher. Uh, yeah. Added a bunch of new teams. So you're not going to have the same cakewalk until you get to one of your big two. So uh, they're yeah. going to have to win some big games if they want to make it. Yep. And my last disappointment, it's the Auburn Tigers versus Georgia versus Alabama. We had them on the ropes. We had our two biggest rivals on the ropes at home. Man, you took that as surprise. Oh, yeah. Well, be, I, if I, I would put that super as a surprise. surprised. Me, I would... Yeah. <laughs> super surprised, but then at the same time, disappointed hey, with the way the game's ended. I know the feeling. Especially that I mean, Alabama game. Yeah. Because Something I about, believe. You know, yeah. That, that oh, y'all yeah. had a chance to, you know, Beat Alabama if they had to do that mm. play over, they y'all would win. We, we would have won. Was a little George is a little different. Burt Bowers kind of took over that second half, and my uh, hearts are breaking all over again. Man, fourth, we thirty-one. Uh, will and Auburn lost. I could say, I could say the same thing about us. Heartbreak. Eat. Winning Eternal the last, heartbreak. Winning the last three games in the fourth quarter with under five minutes left, and you lose both games. I'll lose all three games. Dude, the heartbreak of Florida and Auburn fans. Man. I just it's want so again, disappointing. <laughs> I just want 24 to start so we can get our hearts broken all over again because we know it's going to happen because it happens every year. That's why we love this sport, man. Moving on, next and last segment. We've had all this coaching turn, all this coaching turnover. I would say the top two of the top three coaches in college football have retired or they've left to the NFL. Saban has retired. Jim Harbaugh left Michigan to go coach uh, the L.A. Chargers. That, That happened recently. Big news. So with all this turnover, with with all this churn, well, who are your – Top five coaches, top five head coaches, heading in to the year 2024. Number one, Billy Napier. Uh, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, obviously, everybody, if you don't have this guy as your number one, you don't know what you're talking about. Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart's uh, oh, number one. Not even close. I mean, he's the best head coach right now. He He's figured it out. Easily. Um, he has that thing rolling up in Athens right now, and it's not going to slow down no time soon. So, everybody get ready. 
because especially they're with about the 12 to win team playoff. One. Yeah, yeah, they're about to win another. One. They're probably gonna be the number one seed. Um, number two um, hasn't had recent success, but has had success in the playoffs, uh, and that being Dabo Sweeney um, at yeah. Clemson. He yeah. does have two national championships. He's proven. You know, with the right personnel, the right guys in there, the right quarterback, especially, um, he can win. He can win the big game, and he can beat the best of them. I mean, he beat Alabama yeah. twice to win the national championship. Um, number three, I'm going Brian Kelly. I like him that's a, a lot. good pick. Uh, he he's won everywhere he's went: Notre Dame, Cincinnati, LSU, um, Central Michigan. He. he, he Central Michigan, yeah. Um, he's just a good ball coach to me, good offensive coach. Um, his record speaks for itself. Number four, I am going with uh, Lincoln Riley. Um, also has played in the big game a few times, made the playoffs a few times, coached a bunch of Heisman Trophy winners. Um, again, he, he needs to figure out his defensive side of the ball. He needs to get the right coaches in yeah. there. Maybe he has. Um, yeah. And then number five, I think I'm going to go with Sark. Steve uh, Sarkeesian. Yeah, Texas. I really like Sark. I like that he's put Texas – he's finally the coach that where we can say, yes, Texas is back. They're recruiting at a high level. They have elite mm-hmm. players. He's the guy that did that. I would love to say yep. Ryan Day, honorable mention, but, man, he just took uh, that uh, – just took over a very good Ferrari, I would like to say. He just was given a Ferrari and said, here you go, buddy. Don't wreck it. I mean, that's kind of what Lincoln Riley did. And you see what he's done at USC when he's gotten there. He's not really done anything amazing. Yeah, well, well, he's won a Heisman Trophy while being at yeah. USC. I mean, yeah, 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 true, true, very true. I would say my number one and the consensus pick it's Kirby Smart. Number two, I agree with you, Stabo Sweeney, for the same reasons that you're saying. I mean, even though he's had a he he had a stinker year in 2023, they went eight and four. 2022, they went ten and two, I believe, right? Yeah. And I mean, he hasn't had the recent success. But, I mean, he's the only other coach in college football that has multiple national championship wins. And he's been to four national championships? Yeah. So, I mean, he's he has the resume to put him at the number two spot. Number three spot. Even though I love Brian Kelly, I, I love Brian Kelly, I'm going Steve Sarkeesian. Just because he's such an offensive genius, and he took over the a job with Texas that has such high expectations, such high expectations, and they've gotten better year after year after year. And I think even though as a head coach previously at Washington and at USC, he wasn't the best. I think he was able to live and learn. I think he was able to take stuff from Saban. And now I think he could be building a monster at Texas that could be set to be in the upper echelon of the SEC for years to come. 
Number four, I'm going Brian Kelly, just because as as you said, he's won everywhere. I mean, he's won absolutely everywhere. And I want to see him win in the SEC, even though his first year he went to the SEC championship game. Um, I think he'll be able – I mean, he has a monster recruiting class for 2025 coming up. Um, so I think he's set to dominate at LSU. And with Saban retiring, I think he could be set to still continue to dominate the SEC down there at LSU. And number five – I'm going Ryan Day just because he's been to multiple playoffs. He's won a playoff game. He's been to the national championship game. Even though he has had recent struggles versus Michigan, that's really the only team that he struggled against. I mean, in 2022, he was one play away from playing for a national championship game, and they would have smoked TCU the same way George did. So, I mean, he's – He's one or two bounces of a ball going the opposite direction, and he is a national champion. And then he's considered number two on this list. So, I mean, that's just how thin well, the margins are. He would maybe you, – you could argue for one because the dude won't have back-to-back, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you – if – Ohio State makes that field goal in the in the Peach Bowl. Then, in tw- he has the win. Then he has the win over. Then he has the most recent win over Kirby, and he has an <laughs> and he has a national title. So that's that's how thin the margins are in this sport, man. That's how thin they are. Is one kick can determine you being the best coach in college football or. You you just being a top five coach in college football. Dang. Yeah. Them dang kickers, so, I mean, dude. They just... them, them dang kickers. Everyone hates the kickers, man. Everyone hates the kickers. All right. I think that's going to wrap this show up. Well, you're kind of lagging out. So I'm just going to wrap this show up. I think the next time we get together, I think, I think we need to talk the portal. Because it's really slowed slowed down. I think everyone's kind of been able to get set. So we're going to talk to y'all about all the transfer portal moves that have happened this offseason so far in our next episode. I can't wait to do that with you. Will, are you still there with? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, fantastic. Do you have any last words before we tell our beautiful fans goodbye for the evening? No, to the three of you, we love you. Uh, go follow us on. Thanks for watching. Uh, yeah, TikTok, Instagram. Go subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> tell your friends. Share our videos. We appreciate y'all. Week one destination announcement soon, but not today. Soon, soon, very, very soon. We are getting everything set up in place. All right. Well, I will talk to you soon, my friend. See you, buddy.